Story family, this is Allison Gilliard with Run Your Story, where every story needs to be heard. And I'm so excited to be able to share with you guys today, Leif Rossen and his Run Your Story. He goes from being a middle school, high school to a collegiate athlete, running cross country and track. And now he's come full circle coaching at our alma mater because we both are graduates of University of Mobile. We actually had a class together. <laughs> And it was so much fun and so, so grateful for that friendship that started back in college. And so, so grateful for him and all that he's doing at University of Mobile. So guys, such a cool story. I'm excited to share his story this week because as you know, yesterday was Valentine's Day. So we need a little love running, right? So he actually shares a story about his wife. And so really wanted to share that with you guys. So here you go, Mr. Leith Rothrossen and his Run Your Story. Thanks, Leith, for being here. Nice to finally be here. <laughs> so excited because your dad has been on. Yes. And then this will also be airing for Valentine's and you guys have like such a great story for running. But let's get down to it. What is your run story? My run story is I started running when I was really little. I remember running a race, like a fun run race. Mm -hmm. I was like four. My oh. dad being the MC for the race. Okay. And then I came and did the fun run with, I'm pretty positive it was Michael Spriggs, who's the MGM cross country okay. coach. And I did it with him. And ever since then, I've kind of just been running. <laughs> I ran for Satsuma High School. And then I ran, well, I lived in South Carolina. And I ran cross country in South Carolina. And then we moved to Alabama, ran for Satsuma, then ran for University of Mobile. Wow. Now, was your dad coaching you both at Satsuma and University of Mobile? He coached me second year at University of Mobile, Coach Andy. Yeah. He was the assistant coach, but he coached me all throughout high school and middle school. So how was that having your dad as your running coach? <laughs> it was very tough <laughs> yeah. at the beginning. Me and him didn't get along too well, and then because he was telling me what to do, <laughs> and I was a teenager. <laughs> But then, actually, when my parents moved from South Carolina to Alabama, I didn't have my dad as a coach. Dad mm -hmm. moved here for about six months before we moved here. Okay. And I had another coach, and he wasn't yelling at me. <laughs> and I remember looking at my mom and being like, I kind of miss dad being my coach. Because this guy doesn't <laughs> yell at us uh, to run faster. And I was like, so when we moved to Satsuma, mm -hmm. I think... Our relationship was a little bit better than in South Carolina. But I was also like 14 in South yeah. Carolina, so Aww. you go through stages. That's right. <laughs> Just like with running. Yep. It's like with parenting. I love that. So what are some lessons that you've learned from running? The main lesson is just showing up mm. and being consistent. Yeah. Right now, I've been doing a mile a day. I think today was 410. Wow. Um, and I got that. One of my friends who actually ran cross country with me in, at Mobile, He's been doing it. Landon, he's been doing it for, I think, 1,100 days. Mm. I don't know the exact, but I know it's over 1,100. But I saw him do it two years in a row, and I was like, if he can do that, I want to try to do it and mm. see if I can do it. And it's been really fun. I got COVID right before the new year last year, and I had kind of gotten out of running. I knew it was at the point where I was either going to run more or I wasn't, like, I was going to... I wasn't going to get back in the routine because mm. COVID kind of kicked my butt. Sure. And so I saw him coming up on like three years and I was like, 
I'm gonna try to do this to stay in shape and stay mm-hmm. running, and then it's been a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah, dude, that's so cool. So let's go back because you were high school cross country, and then you transitioned to college. What was that transition like? It was a very tough transition. Okay. Not tough. It was an interesting transition. Mm. I went from being at my school first, and then I was like top 10 Mm. most of the time in high school. Okay. And then I went to the University of Mobile, and I was not top 10 anymore. (laughs) So it was a fun, because we ran against D1 schools, Mm. and so I wasn't at that D1 level. And it was rough the first year, but then I kind of settled into it, and Mm. I really enjoyed running more so than like trying to win mm. and I think it taught me a lot of how to just enjoy running Good. but I did try to break the 800 meter like I tried to break in two minutes for the 800 meter <laughs> and I never got it and it, it was that was like the biggest that was going to be my worst race mm. <laughs> <laughs> worst race question gotcha so. wow so what has been your favorite race my favorite race and most memorable was 2019, the Reindeer Run. My dad puts on the Reindeer Run, mm-hmm. and it's been a cool race in general just because I've done it pretty much every year that it's been going on. I think it's been going Aww. on for like nine years now. That's awesome. And McKagan has ran it a bunch of times, and that's my wife. But I actually proposed to her in mm-hmm. 2019 there. But the story behind it is I actually met her mom at Baldwin Square, where the race is put on. Yeah. In like 2012, we were raising money for an Africa mission trip. And so when we were there, I met her mom, and at the airport, her daughter showed up. And I remember looking at, which was McKagan, and I remember looking at my dad saying, that lady's daughter is hot. <laughs> and, and, and then on the trip, her mom said, my daughter thinks you're cute. And I was like, okay. <laughs> And so after we got back from the trip, I messaged her, and it was like 2013, and we had been dating pretty much ever since. Wow. And so at the Reindeer Run, she actually worked a 12-hour shift the night, like that night, mm. and got off work at 7 and was at the Reindeer Run at 7.45, <laughs> and I made her run the race. My sister ran with her. And was like, you need to wear makeup, you need to dress nice. And my sister like ran the whole way with her. I think she, I think McKagan almost quit about seven times because she, she did not want to run that race. And I was, it's a fair point. Yeah, she was like, I'm tired, I don't need to run this race. And I was like, but please run this race. Because <laughs> I, had, I had gotten her ring, her the engagement ring. And I was like, I'll hold on to it for like six months, mm. four months, something like that. It was two weeks. <laughs> The reindeer run was coming up, and I was like, I met her mom there. I'll do it there. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> but as soon as she got done running, I was at the finish line on one knee, and just, if anybody's going to propose at a race, let them catch their breath for a second, because she was taking out her headphones as I was saying, will you marry me? <laughs> and uh, I, think, I think she still kind of holds that over my head a little bit, but... She's like, I wasn't officially asked. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't really. I knew what you were doing, but I didn't know what you were saying. <laughs> I love that. It's such a cool thing because I actually was there at that race, so I actually got to like see from an outside perspective, and then of course like your parents, and then there's, you know, Santa yeah. and the Christmas tree, and so like that you made it really special for all of us 
Well, every year we go back and we're like, oh, I remember when Leith proposed. Yeah, I made it special for my dad because now he can't get out of it. Yeah. He's got to put that race on every year. So every December you can come run the reindeer race. I love that. That is so cool. And then now you guys run together. Yep. So how is that? Having a wife running together and... It's, it's actually, it's a lot of fun. It's, I was so much about time in college, hitting this time, sure. hitting that time. And I've started running with her and it's made it more fun because I usually run by myself. And about three weeks ago, if you wanted to ask that, the race is probably my most memorable race, but one of my favorite runs recently have been she ran 10 miles for the first time. Wow. And we started out at, hey, we're going to run five miles. And then she said, I think I want to run six. I said, okay. We ran six. She said, I think I want to run seven. And I was like, okay. And then she was like, I'm going to do 10. And I was like, this has been like an hour into the run. And I'm like, I'm kind of tired. <laughs> but it was fun. She was like, I want to at least be, because the farthest she had ran was seven. And so wow. when we got to seven, she was like, I want to do 10. <laughs> wow. But it's been really cool seeing somebody grow the running process mm-hmm. and actually liking it more so than me being like, hey, do you want to go run? <laughs> and she's like, I don't really want to. <laughs> but now she's starting to like it a little bit more. and It's been a fun process. Yeah, I love that. Do you ask him for advice? Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't take it. She might ask for it, but she does not take it half the time. <laughs> That just makes it even better. You're like, it sounds great, but no. (laughs) (laughs) And then when we run, I had to realize that she is the leader of where we're going because she just turns. (laughs) And I keep going straight like because I'm not paying attention. And she's just on, and I have to follow her because she's running. And so she'll just take different turns. And it's like not our routine. (laughs) And I have like a set where I go and what I do, and she just... Goes where she feels. Yeah. Fanta- I love that. That's fantastic. And that's not me. <laughs> I want to know. I have set Suma's mile markers on every direction wow. from our house. Yeah. I know this is a mile. This is two miles. This is three miles. And McKagan just turns. <laughs> she does not care about the mile markers. <laughs> I love that. Just like the 10 mile run where she did not care. <laughs> You also started for five miles yeah. that day, and then you doubled it. Yeah. That is fantastic. So speaking of, do you guys have a pre-race, post-race routine, anything that you do? My pre-race is mainly, like, what I eat before a race is, I'm very, like, I'm more specific about what I'm eating than what I mm, stretch or anything do like that. Yeah. Uh, and it's, I eat a banana. It's not something <laughs> super, super complicated, but I don't want to have anything heavy on my sure. stomach. If I'm going to eat heavy, it's going to be the night before. I'll, mm. I'll probably eat rice or pasta, something okay. like that. And then probably meat along with it. But my pre-race routine is usually I just warm up a mile. I don't stretch too much. I haven't been able to touch my toes since, I think, seventh grade. Oh. So, <laughs> so, I feel like it's ever rated. <laughs> yeah, and, but I'll warm my body up just by running a mile. Mm. And then maybe two miles if I'm feeling wild that morning. Mm. My, my post-race is just run a mile again. Gotcha. The one thing... I do like, I like drinking a yerba before running. Okay. It's like a little, like, tea caffeinated. Okay. And it's probably the best pre-run caffeinated drink. So how did you find this drink? McKagan. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> she, uh, she was drinking them, and I drank them one day, and then it, we actually drank it 
the day that we ran the 10 miles. There it is. And then ever <laughs> since then, I was like, maybe they do something. So, wow. But, um, the turkey trot, I mm-hmm. think, was the first time I drank one of the Yarbos before, and I ran a good race, so now it's one of my routines. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I might have a caffeine addiction along with that, but we just, it's null and void. You're running, and you're racing. Exactly. <laughs> I love how she's taught you something. Yeah. She's like, here's this. <laughs> yeah, don't do a Celsius, do a Yarbo. It's, like, it's a little that. bit healthier. That's fantastic. What is your favorite running item? It's either my Beats Power, like the Pro Power Beats, I think is what they're called. I've used those for forever. And then I have white Nike Dry Fit socks. And everybody wants to have some fancy sock. (laughs) But I like the plain old white Nike Dry Fit socks. I have a picture of me running in seventh grade with some white Nike socks. And I buy about two packs every right around Christmas. They don't get holes in them and they don't give me blisters and I'm not changing them up. And But they got to be the long ones. They not be the short ones. Yeah, okay. So I love that. But it, if you want to ask what I've ran in the longest, that's probably been, that's been since seventh grade. And oh. I, have, I haven't changed it. <laughs> like, went, hey, this is what works. I've went through different headphones, watches, mm-hmm. phones, but I like my white, my white Nike shorts. <laughs> That's fantastic. Not short socks. Socks. <laughs> Favorite running shoes? Right now I'm running in the New Balance Fresh Foam, the 1080s. Okay. But I like those for training. My favorite race shoes would probably be the Endorphin, the Speed, mm. Speed 2s. Saucony? Yeah. 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 I, can nev- I never know if it, which way it's pronounced. <laughs> I was trying to beat around the bush of saying the, the S word. <laughs> because I've looked it up and there's conflicting information. Right. <laughs> but they're the Speed Endorphin 2s, okay. right? Sure. I'm pretty positive. That's <laughs> but uh, I would never, I don't think I'd ever run like a trail race with those. Mm-hmm. I like them for flat races. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you run on a trail, you're probably twisting ankles. Sure. So <laughs> There's just no be careful. <laughs> so for your longer runs, when you guys went on your 10 miler, did you fuel during that run at all? We ate some Black Forest organic gummy bears. Oh, there we go. Okay. At, at mile five or seven. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I'm assuming you weren't planning to take those with you. You just had them. Well, then... we ran to the house and we did something at the house for like, Two seconds. I think I had a long sleeve shirt on and I was like, I'm hot. Yeah. And, okay. And if we're going to run another 10 miles, I'll put a different shirt on. And But while I was there, I grabbed a pack of gummies and gotcha. went out the door. So for longer runs, do you normally have like gummies or is there something that you fuel with or you're like, the banana was good. I'm good to go. There's not many times I run over 10. Okay. Um, like, but if I, and 10 miles, I can kind of just go off of what I'm. Like what I ate before. If it's over 10 miles, I'll probably bring something and it'll probably just be like a goo or I haven't done, I haven't, I'm getting into longer distances Mm -hmm. now and I'm still trying to figure out what my my go-to is, but 10 miles, I'm pretty much good. Oh, that's so cool. I want to be good at 10 miles. (laughs) I didn't say I was good at it. (laughs) It's not pretty, but it it gets done. (laughs) First of all, I see your post. I don't want to hear it, okay? <laughs> so while you're running and as you're getting into longer distance or even after a race that you're like, man, I cannot wait to have this one meal. Is there like a food that you're like, ah, that's what I want? I know it's weird, but it's probably rice and steak. I love rice and steak. Okay. I crave rice and steak. I don't know why. It's like Chipotle. Chipotle is my favorite place. So okay. I, I okay. probably crave Chipotle. <laughs> Chipotle rice and yeah. steak. Yeah. You got it. Okay. Fair. So you mentioned music. So what is Leaf's 
running jams look like? My go-to running jams is probably just like the top 50 pop or top 50 rap. I just put it on. Really? I don't, I, I did listen to the last guy you had on the podcast and he said he likes Taylor Swift. And uh, I vouch for him. I oh, like Taylor get Swift out well, of here! <laughs> but <laughs> I really just like pop. I'll, I just put it on. Okay. I, don't, I like thinking while I'm running. Mm-hmm. Also, might be ADD, so I have to have music going. Sure, sure. Me thinking and running for me to actually get a thought out. Yeah. And so that, that helps me think a little bit better. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> what is your favorite recovery tool? I don't really have a recovery tool. My favorite recovery tool is going to the chiropractor. <laughs> And them telling me to stretch, but I love the suction cups on your mm-hmm. back. Probably, like most runners, I have a, a sore back most mm-hmm. of the time, and those kind of loosen my back up the most. So. Yeah, so much fun. What is your favorite cross-training activity? I like strength training. Okay. Lifting. I think I like lifting weights as much as I like running. Mm-hmm. It's one of my problems that I won't let one win over the other. Okay. And so I like strength training and I like going and working out. I like chest. I hate doing legs. Okay. I, I hate doing legs. <laughs> like, I've already done them enough. Yeah. <laughs> so, you talked about your worst race being your 800. So, let's talk about that. My final collegiate race was a 800-meter race. And I had tried to break two minutes since around my freshman year of college. Wow. And it lined up to where it was my last race was an 800 race. And I have gotten right around two flat before that. And I was like, this is the day. This, uh, you have to do it today. Wow. And me and this guy were going, we started, it was a William Carey guy. And the first lap, we were like head to head, kept swapping, swapping places the whole time. And then the second lap, we were just swapping places, like racing. And then the last hundred meters, this guy just blows me out the water. And I, it is the most devastating <laughs> beatdown I think I have oh. ever gotten because it was my last race. I was like, we're going to break two, and I did not beat him, and I did not break two, and I walked off, and I was a little irritated. Oh. It's still a soft spot. It's yeah. funny now, but it's still a little soft spot, so I don't bring it up. <laughs> And that will go down as, I think, my worst race. Wow. <laughs> but it was fun, and I do like the competitive aspect of running. Sure. And it was a very competitive race. But I don't think I would have rather had a different race, and I didn't care about winning as much as I just wish I would have broken mm. two minutes in the 800. Wow. And I've gotten, like, two flat. Oh. Like, multiple times. Yeah, yeah. And it's like a hair. that <laughs> Like, I just wanted one minute... 59 seconds, 0.9. Like, that's all I wanted, and I did I did not get it. Wow. But after that race, I'd been running real hard. At University of Mobile, we'd run 70 miles a week mm. cross country. And But that was track, and after track, I kind of stopped running for a little bit. I wasn't running as hard, but I didn't have something pushing me every day to go out and mm. run. I'd still run, like, two or three times a week. Sure. But that's when the mile every day mm. gave me something to do mm. every day as a goal. No, that's why I like doing that. So now you're coaching at you. Yes. So do you take what you learned and help those I, that are coming up behind you? I think I'm still learning. I'm still learning the whole coaching aspect. I'm still running, mm-hmm. learning about running. I kind of know what works, but I didn't know why it worked. Oh, that's good. And so yeah. now I'm like reading books and like even I learned the other day, like why we do 
long run mm-hmm. and it's just like helps you like oxygenate your muscles and mm-hmm. everything like that and so like if you've ran like a, a hard track workout or a hard interval if you run a hard day and then the next day you just don't do anything you're gonna get more sore and everything mm-hmm. and so you run like a long easy run and you let all the blood get flowing again it just helps you out more it's just been interesting the science behind oh, sure. it and yeah. i'm still learning that I know you want to do probably two or three hard days a week with long runs in between those, but it's now cool to see. It's cool adjusting it per kid, too. Mm -hmm. Like, I've adjusted it for myself, and I've always had a coach adjusting it for me, and now it's cool seeing, hey, you need to back off. Like, I'm watching people run now instead of running, and so I'm seeing your shoulders. Like, I'm seeing you, like, somebody give up in an interval workout, or Mm -hmm. I'm seeing where you need to push and I I really like that. I like calling out races because one of my favorite things about racing is you go now. At what moment do you see your opening? And it's cool watching a race now and seeing a person's opening Mm -hmm. and like kind of seeing the 360 view of it and not being in the race, not Mm -hmm. being able to view everything except like a bird's eye view. I mean, like a first person point of view, I'm seeing somebody do it like outside of the track wow it's been interesting that is really cool yeah i love that so let's say that somebody comes to you and they're like lee i want to get started but i'm scared to run or to start walking or i'm coming back from an injury what is something that you would tell them i would first tell them to run a mile like get to where you can run a mile and then if you can run a mile we can start doing more things like if you walk 400 meters jog 400 meters walk if that's all that you can do at that point but then if you're trying to get faster after that the 30 20 tens is like for like beginners is my go-to you jog 30 seconds 80 70 80 percent 20 seconds and then sprint all out 10 seconds but you can adjust that based on yourself it's not like hey you have to hit this time it's go as your body feels so Mm -hmm. like if you're going off of an injury you can still, you know where to push and where not to. And so I really like the 30-20-10s. Yeah, that's super cool. Love that. Any goals that you have racing? Goals this year are to just run longer distances. Okay. I've wanted to do a couple marathons. I've done one, and I want to do at least one marathon this year, maybe okay. two. I'd really like to go from my house by myself and run a marathon just to say that I did it. Wow, uh, okay. And I don't know if I'm going to, but I've done 16. It was either 16 or 18 I've done by myself. Just one day I just decided I was going to do it. And that was back in high school. And so now I want to do a marathon by myself. Wow. But I want to run a marathon like race as mm-hmm. well. No. I might do both, I might not. It might yeah. be December, and I might be running one by myself just to say that I did it, but yeah. I'd like to do it. That's cool. I like that. Mantra. So when day, when you're getting those longer distances. Just do hard things. Mm-hmm. That's, I feel like that's been hard in my life at some times, and I sure. like saying that to myself. Just if, if I'm nervous about something or anything like that, just do hard things. I did not make that. I stole it from somebody. <laughs> I don't know who said it first. But when I heard it, I really yeah. liked it, kind of what I've told myself sure. in the past couple of years. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. What has been your favorite length to run? My favorite length to run is five miles. It's okay. because and three miles, I feel like I'm just warming up. Okay. And so at three miles, you can't run four miles. 
like it like in my head if you run th- over 3.1 you have to run at least five i don't know why but four miles to me just it seems like you could have ran five okay and i don't know why and i hate it for myself too because i'll get at like 3.2 and i'll be like you can stop now and then i'll be like well why don't you go to four just like mckagan did with the 10 miles but i'll go uh, why don't you go to four and then i'm like you're at four you might as well go to five but five i can Five, I can be happy at stopping at. Okay. If I'm going over 3.1. Wow. I don't know why. <laughs> and it's been like that my whole life. It's got to be, it's either 3.1 or 5, but I can't do 4. I love that. That doesn't demean anybody doing 4 miles. Yeah. But you Mentally, almost could have, you, can... you could have done 5. <laughs> just a little bit slower. <laughs> like, just, just use that last mile as yeah, a cool down I, mile. I, I, that's what, I don't know why. And wow. I hate it for myself. <laughs> That's fantastic. When you're not running, what do you like to do? I like working out. That I like reading. I used to listen to a lot of audiobooks. I'm trying to take more time to sit down and mm. read. Okay. One of my goals this year is to read 12 books. I'm on. I'm about. I've finished two. And it's February, so mm. I'm on track. Yeah, there you go. But we'll see if that lasts because <laughs> I might be reading children's books. Ten children's books. I've gotten two down. Ten Dr. Seuss's. But. Gotcha. There we go. Any final words of wisdom, my friend? I just would say just do hard things. That's mm. I just think, and uh, you can determine what's hard and. Mm, that's good. I think it it's a good saying to have. Just mm-hmm. and if you're trying to do something hard, just say do hard things. I love it. Thanks, my friends. Yes, I appreciate it. What a great run story for this week. Thank you, Lee. For sharing that and for sharing your heart and for what you're doing at the University of Mobile with coaching and what you're bringing to the community. Thank you so much for sharing that. And again, thank you for sharing the proposal <laughs> at the Ranger Run. That was, it was so special. And so it's something that I always think about every time I go back to the Ranger Run and Run. It's like, oh, I remember that when that happened. And just to watch them as a couple is just really sweet. And, and just so cool and the Rawson family together they're just an amazing family and so so fortunate to be able to call them friends and just thank you Lee for coming on and sharing and can't wait to see what you do in the future man it's gonna be awesome hey guys like this has been so much fun and I'm just so grateful for all of you and just know that if it was not for Gilliard Tech Services this podcast would not be possible and so just huge shout out to Greg Gilliard If you want to find out more information about Gilar Tech Services from building a website, updating your current one, you can do that. GilliardTS.com is where you can find them at. As always, a huge thank you to Mars Hill Church for providing safe location for us to be able to post and chat and be safe at. And so we're grateful for that. And as always, guys, you can find us on Patreon and you can give there. There's going to be different tiers where you can give and get some cool exclusive swag as well while supporting your favorite podcast. Again, guys, I am just eternally grateful because of your support and your constant words and encouragement. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It means so well to us. And so very thankful that you guys love this. And so this is what we're here for, for community. So get out there and lace up your shoes. And as Lou said, go take it a mile and see what happens. And then you may go five, you may go 10, you may go longer. <laughs> so guys, as always, as Leaf becomes a part of my story, I becomes a part of your story. And so you hit the pavement and you go out and you run your story because every story needs to be.